Thank you for joining the Sprunkin' It podcast. This is Greg Sprunk, and I've got a, a special guest today, one of my good friends, Keith Mullenhouse, who's the who's a fellow dealer from H2O Equipment in Denver. Welcome, Keith. Thanks for having me, Greg. You bet. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about why buy Landa. Keith has been a Landa dealer for how many years? About almost 15. It's like 14 and a half right now. Yeah. And he's a very, very prominent Landa dealer, very well-respected, well-regarded. And uh, we're going to talk about why buy Landa versus other brands and uh, some maybe dealer manufacturing relationships if we have some time. But uh, I was just talking to you a little bit before the podcast, and I wanted to say that uh, I, I think you're a very interesting guy. You run a very, very efficient business. You do a very good job with it. But you came from a completely different business. I mean, you, you're... You're from the East Coast, right? I mean, in, in, a, in a different... Uh, Midwest. Grew up in a different, yeah. Midwest, Chicago. okay. Chicago. Chicago. Yep. And what were, you doing, what, were, what were you doing before you got into this bit? Mafia, you know, that kind of thing? Yeah. No? Well, I did have to deal with them. We did have a shop that was half union, so yes, uh, I can tell you stories. <laughs> but I don't want to get whacked, so we won't go there. Um, <laughs> We had a business that we sold bricks, so a very similar distribution where you have manufacturer relationships, you know, sell brick, it is what it is. But we also manufactured building stones, so custom building stones. So, you know, for like friends of mine did the Pentagon when it got hit, uh, you know, that type, that's what they call Indiana limestone. So um, wow. we were a very, very large player in Chicago. In Chicago, everything's brick and stone, right? So that's what we did. It was kind of two companies in one, if you will. So I knew the manufacturing process, the distribution was similar to what it is with pressure washers. The service department here took a little getting used to, you know, service is a little different, but, but that's yeah. the background, basically. Did you use pressure washers in the uh, other business at all? You know, it's funny, my, my, my mechanic kept begging for one and uh, we did have a, we bought one at an auction and um, <laughs> we used it all the time because, you know, all the saws have grease and oil and things like that. So yeah, it ended up coming in really handy. Why did you move from uh, back east then to out to Denver? And how did you get involved with uh, with the land dealership? Well, after dealing with the big city for a long time, and like I said, we were, half our shop was union. It was just time for a change. My wife and I had moved out to the country at the time and we had horses. So we wanted somewhere that we could uh, bring our horses with us and not be so remote. She's from Iowa. My family's still in Chicago, so it's a short two-hour plane ride away, right? So yeah. uh, we just settled on Colorado. When I when I realized it doesn't snow here every day, right? We get as much sun as anybody, and you know today is probably sixty degrees here in March. Nice. Um, it was just it just worked out really well. Now I was I wasn't specifically, you know, I came out here, I didn't have a job, right? Because I had sold my other company. So I was just look, looking for various different businesses to get into. So at the point, at the time, it was a blank slate and just kind of looked at different industries and different businesses and then kind of stumbled upon this one. And uh, I was one of the uh, land of dealers like your, pre your predecessors, Doug and um, RH, that bought the branch in 91 from uh from landa so i think doug and rh were running the had run the branch for a while and uh obviously put it up for sale and you bought their their business right 
Right. They were kind of splitting off at the time because uh, I think Doug's wife had died and RH kind of had his hands full. So, you know, I inherited a lot of really good, it's actually deeper roots than I thought. You know, service was great and he had the service department really dialed in, which was helpful and just had a, uh, you know, a bigger following than I could have imagined. So, you know, kind of was able to hit the ground running, so to speak, didn't have to rebuild it or something like that. So it helped. Well, you've done a phenomenal job. I mean, I, um, I watched you. I was obviously a dealer before you, but I watched you. I think I was a number three dealer last year. You're a number two dealer. I have two stores, Phoenix, San Diego. And then we have a number one dealer who has, I think, three or four Orlando stores. You really good job with the brand. And I've never heard nothing but great things. And you're you're very efficient with the store. I mean, I know you 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 do real well. Your purchases are large coming out of there. Why do you think that you have become as efficient of a dealer, or is that the right word as you are, at least to me? Yeah. I mean, I think people like to be busy overall and just having the right people in the right spots. You know, yep. when I came here, we, I switched some guys around that maybe weren't as busy as they are now and they're thriving in what they're doing. So just getting the right people in the right spots. I don't like a lot of overlap or redundancy. You know, I like to, I think the more, the more direct we are, uh, the more versatile we are, so we can change directions on a dime. As you probably know from the service department, that's kind of a way of life. Yep. And having people cross-trained and just having the right people in the right spot. You know, we've got a lot of knowledge here. We have people that have been here, you know, twice as long as I have. And uh, it just works out really well. How long, uh, when did you buy the business? What year? Uh, about 2006, maybe. Okay. Somewhere okay. in there. Yeah, I, I, um, I am... Um, like I said, very impressed. And I, and I'd like to, the other thing I, I, I like about you as a fellow dealer that we've, you know, we've talked back and forth about different things. You, you love marketing like I do, you know, YouTube videos and you made some great YouTube videos. In fact, you made a really good video on, uh, you know, Landa versus Hotsey, which we'll get into in a little while. But, um, one of the things that, you know, I'd like to talk about that I don't think a lot of people really realize in our industry, cause there's so much big box there's so many different places to buy stuff and they're like why buy from an authorized dealer you know when i can buy something over you know over here or online and you know we sell stuff online and we when we do some things as well but when it comes to that industrial user that is making money with with our products or you know is washing eight to ten hours a day you know, maybe speak to a little bit about what you feel is the reasons to buy from an authorized or a factory authorized and trained dealership. Sure. I mean, that's kind of our strength, uh, especially if someone has bought from a big box or the internet before and gotten burned. Um, you know, we sell equipment that takes a lot of abuse, right? It's, it's made to run hard. And to have a dealer behind you, whether it's service expertise, parts, warranty if needed, you know, we're in it with them. Like I tell people, if if you're down, you're not making money and, you know, we're in it with you. So uh, got to keep them rolling. They have backup form. You know, we'll, we'll have rental machines sometimes if someone needs one in a pinch. And um, being a full service deal, usually when people come into our shop or showroom, they're kind of blown away by all this stuff, right? Two floors of parts, you name it, we probably have it if it's for pressure washing. And I think it's, they can lean on it, you know? So they, they their job is to get the job done and to keep their guys rolling. We'll handle any problems that they have on the backside. And uh, like I said, it's, it's kind of a, a loose partnership, but you know, it really breeds loyalty. Well, I think the other thing that people don't know 
or that or forget or maybe uh, aren't educated on um, is that, you know, we have a tremendous amount of investment. I mean, equipment, parts is one area, the trucks, the, uh, you know, the uh, investment in, in um, accessories, chemicals. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know about you. I'm, I'm sure it's pretty similar. I've got a half a million to 750,000 at cost at any given time of a parts and equipment and chemicals in that shop. And, um, that's a lot. I mean, you know, we, and, and manufacturers want that and the customers want that. So, I mean, I think either one of us have the expertise to do, to go and be a complete online uh, store, you know, have things drop shipped out of a warehouse somewhere or, you know, run a warehouse without any, you know, front end or back end or service department or whatever, but that service, the service department alone, you know, that's expensive. These technicians are making a lot of money this as well, as well they should. These days, you've got the trucks, the fuel, the the upkeep, the parts on the trucks, things like that. I mean, there's there's a lot of investment in these dealerships. No, there is, and and, and it's probably never been more important than right now with all these supply chain shortages. You know, whether yep. it's manufacturers running eight to ten weeks or more on some things, and uh, as you know, there's been nothing. The last two years has been a rough road of supply chain, so yep. you know we we try to insulate against that where where we have it. You know, I just was talking to a customer this morning, and he was shopping around, and these other guys didn't have anything. And you know, we're fairly well stocked now, as you know, as best we can be, but trying to be able to handle the supply chain shocks that we're going through, you know, COVID, and it's everything, right? It's everything from trailers to to natural gas pressure washers to all this so yeah you got to have it to be able to sell it and uh you know i'd like to i like to say we're kind of a superstore just come here we'll have it or we'll get you into the right machine but you got to have the inventory to do that for sure yeah that's right and i and i think for us too i mean it's been it's been harder on the dealer i mean business has been good we're very fortunate to be in an industry where cleaning is prevalent right it's at the forefront sanitation and uh, disinfecting things of that nature, hot water washers, you know, floor cleaners uh, like uh, scrubbers, sweepers, all of those things are kind of at the front of what's going on. But the pressure on the dealer has been really, really tough just because of what you said in terms of we've got to stock more stuff. We've got to order further out. We've had some manufacturers that have moved. They decided, you know, timing was to do a different, you know, to change plants from one one state to another. That was a, you know, very, very tough. So it's been, uh, it's been hard that way. And I, and I think that the, I think the good thing is though, that if you do have the right inventory, we have the same thing in our Phoenix and San Diego stores. I mean, we sell a lot of equipment because, uh, it's right there and the customer needs it. You might have been calling on him for, you know, the last year. And then all of a sudden he decides the week before that he needs it and he can't wait two more weeks. You know, you've been in that situation, right? Uh, like and you, and you have it. Guys are impulse buyers, right? I, I, you got to have it. And if you can have it and show it. And yeah, that's, you know, I get the manufacturing, their ups and downs for sure. We've been absorbing the shock of that you know, more often than not. And, you know, I got to look the guy in the eye that it, his operation's down and he has to have something and, you know, hopefully we'll have it for him. I think the other thing that's very important is that the customer has a liaison in terms of warranty and support. I mean, you know, there's been Amazon, you and I use Amazon, love Amazon, you know, the the quick fix 
getting stuff, you know, right away it may make it easy to send stuff back. You know, you put it in a box and send it back. It's not the same way with industrial equipment. I mean, it, it's uh, you got a pump that goes bad. You want someone to re- replace that pump under warranty. You don't want to be out of pocket. You can't be down. You can't put it in a box and send it back. So another thing too is that we offer is, you know, that we're the we're the one-stop shop like you said previously but we we also are that liaison that takes care of you i mean you don't have to the i hate to use this term probably not a great term on a podcast but the fuck with factor when you're going through a factory authorized dealer is much much less than going through a direct or online deal and in most of the time you know you, you the difference in money the difference in price from us or somebody who's a factory authorized dealer who works in territories, you know, Landa does a great job of uh, managing and uh, using those territories for the most part, um, but it's, it's worth the price. You know, there's a, there's a, maybe a difference in price, but a lot of times it's worth it, especially if you're using this to make a living. Yeah. I mean, the bulk of our customers are businesses, right? We got the a few of the uh, prosumer guys, but businesses understand that more and more. And, you know, the nice thing is the bigger companies, they really understand it. So, um, you know, it, it, it's kind of a, a a competition moat around us, if you will, that, that we're going to handle it for them and they know it. So, yep. And let's talk about, you know, what sets the the land brand apart? I mean, I know both you and I have talked about it for a long time. I mean, we we both have been dealers now. I've been a dealer since uh, 1991, and um, I use Landas in my uh, mobile high pressure cleaning business. I had about four or five trucks, and then I sold that business and you know became a Landa dealer in '91. And there is definitely a love of the brand for people that are end users and also dealers, a very strong group. And there's some things that are really worth talking about that kind of set Landa apart. And you're very good at, at, at describing this. I'd like to kind of give you the floor a little bit on that and kind of, you know, you know go over some of those talking points. Sure. Well, you know, I like to tell our customers, uh, we're not a franchise, right? We're an independent dealer. And so yep. we're going to try to sell the best that we can. Landas are just built better. And when you look at you know, you can go model by model, but the general consensus is they'll use a little bigger motor when we're talking electric motors, maybe a little bigger pump, a little slower pump RPM, which really screams at people. You know, we've got RPMs on some of our electric uh, hot waters that are maybe 835 and our competition's running 1700 and, you know, take a smaller pump and spin it faster. Who's going to last longer? So, that creates a following. People start getting that and they start understanding that. And, um, you know, I like to say we've got a lot of Landas out there old enough to vote. And <laughs> they think about it and they're like, yeah, you're right. I'm like, what else can you use every day in your shop that you're that you're not replacing for 15 years or whatever it may be? Right. And, and you know, we try to build the equipment, whether it's a trailer package, whether it's stationary natural gas, that's going to be abuse proof as best we can. I mean, we understand who's in the wash bay using this stuff. It's not the CEO or the vice president. It's the, usually it's the newer guy or the guy, the transient employee or the guy that's, you know, really running it hard. And to have equipment kind of designed for that, business people, especially mobile wash guys, you know, heavy equipment guys, you know, cat dealers, they understand that. And, yep. uh, you know, that's where selling quality, which I know you're, you, you're really good at that. Selling quality, you know, we're not always going to be the cheapest, but if we can explain why, or if we can explain, you know, I always have been taught 
you know, you got to differentiate yourself. Why are you different? Why should I buy yours? And you know, everybody's got a shiny brochure. Everybody can talk the game, whether it's a Honda engine or this pump or that pump. But there's so many differences in Landa kind of built into the machine. It makes it it makes it a lot easier to sell. Yeah, and I think of the Landa dealers. Most people don't know we fought to keep it separate. I mean, you know, there's been some there's been some changes. There have been some purchases. You know, but we have successfully, I would say, fought to keep it separate in the sense that we still have a thicker frame. I mean, you know, manufacturer probably won't like us talking about this, but as a parent company, have said many times to us, they make less money on the Landa machines than they do on some of our sister brands because, you know, of the way that those frames are built. You've got the uh, uh, vibration dampening platform and you've got... Uh, you know, there's just things when you, it's just a better looking machine to me than almost anything on the market. The fit, the finish, the epoxy powder coated paint. A lot of people don't know that it was the first brand, this is before it ever uh, was changed hands. And it's still the same machine. First brand that was UL certified to 1776 standards. First brand to use JIC fittings, have a vibration dampening platform, like I mentioned before, where that pump and motor sit cushioned on the on the frame. It also had the first brand to have trilingual labels, English, Spanish, and French, because we sold a lot of machines and still do up in Canada. And they're very serviceable. I mean, I, you know, there's arguments about efficiencies, uh, burner efficiencies, uh, and I know that the horizontal coil normally, in, in, unless there's a, an unusual, like a downdraft burner or so on and so forth, are more efficient than the than the vertical coils, and they're easy to service. And you pop six bolts. You can you're you're right there. Your you know your uh, fuel filter, uh, burner system, you know transformer. All those things are waist high. I mean, those are some of the things that I think about too uh, with them. They they just they're just they're bulletproof, and they build them like you alluded to in the service factor. They're not outside the service factor. I mean, you know, they're not running these motors right up to the point where they can get the spec that they want to. And I think that's that's very important. Yeah, I mean, the pumps being down low, customers get that when you point it out to them. They don't get it at first. Then we kind of do a walk around and explain the differences, you know, and it's really, it's fun to see it working. You know, we've got some pretty big state agencies or municipalities here that have, you know, they gave themselves a high five. They finally converted to all land. You know, the guys that use it just beg for it. They're like, yeah, this is just better. My life's going to be easier. I'm going to have less downtime. It's going to perform better. And when you start hearing that consistently from customers, you know, land is certainly not perfect, but they're, you know, if there was a better brand out there, we, we would look at, we, we would search it down. But, you know, we like a lot of what they've done and uh, it certainly holds up in the field. Yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's got to hold up in the field and, and be able to run eight, 10 hours a day. So. Yeah, and I think another thing that is uh, is kind of a key point to that is, you know, the manufacturer, you know, the brand management, the channel management. I'm always fascinated by the fact that manufacturers want to come in and they want to get as many dealers as they can in an area, and then they want to drive you, you know, to sell more products and invest in your businesses. In the meantime, you're you know, 10 other people in, in an area compete with the same product. And I think that 
One of the best things that's that that they've done is they manage that brand really well. For us as manufacturers, I mean, as dealers, if someone calls up and says they want a part for a landed machine, they send them through the distributor. If they get a lead or if they go on the website, they send them through the landed distributor. The, the landed feels that the best way the customer is going to be served in the strongest, most complete 360 way by through an authorized local dealer. And because of that, and they don't have a bunch of dealers in a certain area. And because of that, I think a, a, a lot of us have been able to make a profit. It's not a dirty word, right? Invest back in our business. You've got a beautiful building. You've got, uh, you know, you've got nice trucks. You've got, you know, you make a good living. You know, we, I make a good living. We, um, we put a lot of money back into our inventory and into our facility. And I think that's the way you do it. And it's, it's just, it's just amazing to me that more manufacturers don't do that because um, if you protect the dealers, you build trust, you educate them, you have that trust and safety in the relationship. And like you said before, they haven't done everything right. They've had some, they've had some hiccups and stuff, but I think it's allowed us to grow and, uh, and reinvest in the dealerships and give our customers a better experience because of it. Yeah, for sure. The, the end user has a better experience. Because they're, that's they're right. buying from someone that's invested in the brand, that knows the brand, the ins and outs of it. And it, it's the whole experience is better because, you know, we get, I'm sure you do too. We get people knocking on our door all the time trying to get us to sell their stuff, right? Sell ours too. You know, you guys have a big presence there and, you know, it's a lot of me too product and, and why is yours better? But um, unless somebody really gives us a reason or unless it's a really better product, if it's a better product, I'll take a look at it. But being able to intimately know the brand and it, it makes a lot of sense to have bigger dealers. Cause I think when you do protect your dealers, your dealers can, can be stronger. They're not always on the defensive or, or, you know, cutting price or whatnot. You can afford to have good techs. The trucks can be stocked. Your inventory levels can be stocked. All that stuff that costs money to be a dealer uh, pays off. And at the end of the day, it's we're creating a, or providing a service to the customer and uh, it's got to be a good experience. So, No, I agree. And I think the other thing about Landa, and people probably don't realize this, is that their manuals, their operator's manuals, their materials, marketing materials, but especially in the manual for the end user, they were the first to, to really get into a lot of detail. Their manuals were better than their marketing materials, which I think is also very, very important. And the support that we get in terms of being able to look stuff up, to get parts, exploded view diagrams, things of that nature. So again, we can support the customer uh, is very, very important. And there, listen, there's a lot of good manufacturers out there. I think both you and I have done business and still do business where Land has got a selective line of products. They don't, they don't move out of that line. And so I think both of us have gone outside of that to find the best manufacturers we can to fulfill, you know, those needs that they don't have or are a little bit stronger. But overall, the experience with them has been, has been, has been very good. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, they, they, they've got the, you know, they're, they're a deep enough company too, where they've got some resources behind them to, uh, to innovate. You know, if you look at back, even since I've been in this 14 years, you know, there's been a couple of machines that didn't exist 10 years ago, right? The whole PHW line, the redesign of the PGHW, uh, VHG, we even, you know, it's probably the best natural gas machine out there. So yeah. Ecos trailer, Ecos trailer. Yep. Yep. And, um, and we, like I say, it's a good business for, uh, 
it's a good relationship to have when the dealers and manufacturers are strong like that. Well, I, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, sit down. I know you're busy and uh, kind of talk about some of this stuff with me. I, um, I always enjoy our friendship. I, you know, I, I call you up for advice and to like bitch it. and to uh, reflect. And you're always answering the phone with a, with a, with a smile on your face. And, We're in the yeah. trenches together, right? Yeah, we are in the trenches together. So I appreciate that very, very much. Thank you, Keith. Uh, likewise. Thanks for having me. And uh, thank you for listening. Uh, if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, you can go to sprunkinit.com, S-P-R-U-N-K-I-N-I-T.com. And there's a, a bunch of links under the podcast area. Or subscribe, rate, review, and uh, let us know what you think. And thank you very much for listening. And uh, hope you have a great day. Thanks, Keith. All right, Craig. Likewise. Thank you. Bye.